Hello everyone. This is Nadia with Homeschool 101. Hope you're all doing great. Jumping on a little bit later than normal, um, but wanted to come on because I had something on my heart that I wanted to share with you all. Um, I'm specifically thinking today about you mommies out there who might have um, little ones that you're dealing with, um, you know, in on top of homeschooling, maybe a child or several children you might have a little one that might still be in diaper, a little one that might still be nursing, a little one that still might, um, uh, you know, be toddling around, and you're still trying to figure out how to juggle all those pieces of being not just a homeschooling mommy, but a nursing mommy, or a mommy with a toddler, or a mommy um, with a child that still needs a lot of your attention in addition to homeschooling uh, your child or children. So I wanted to first just put your mind at ease and tell you I've been there, I've done that. So I know it's doable. I know um, it's um, it's something that you can achieve and something you can do. So just go ahead and take a deep breath and realize that like with everything else, with homeschooling, you've got this. Um, and I'll give you tips and advice from my personal experience on how we handle that period of her lives when David was still a baby, still needing a lot of my attention, and I was trying to homeschool Daniel at the same time, work on um, you know supporting our family business, being a mom, and um, you know a daughter to my ailing parents, and all the good stuff. So um, again, just wanted to. Put your mind at ease. If you're having a hard time right now, if you're struggling, if you feel like you're pulling your hair out, um, take a deep breath. I totally understand that it's uh, overwhelming to especially be a mommy that has uh, not only the the job of you know homeschooling your children or your child, but also having to also be on full-time call for a little one that is still in diapers, still might be nursing, or just might... Be a little older, but still requires a lot of your attention. So that this this uh, episode, especially for those mommies, and if you are not in that situation, I would advise that you still listen in because there might be a little bit of nugget or advice that still might pertain to you. And you never know, you might find yourself in that situation as well in the future. So um, that being said, uh, let me just say that... Um, you know, we, we had to be in that situation ourselves because as I've shared with you guys in previous podcasts, I have two kiddos, Daniel and David, and Daniel was born in uh, January of 2007, and um, David, my second child, was born in December of 2009. So they are not quite three years apart, uh, two years, almost three years apart. Um, but at the time, uh, when, when, uh, David came along, I had to make a lot of adjustments in life, trying to figure out how to not just, um, you know, nurture and raise a toddler basically, because, because Daniel was only 
two plus years, almost turning three, and David was just born, and I was nursing because I'd chosen to nurse both of them at birth. I nursed Daniel. A lot of folks actually find this, um, they're like, what? When I tell them how long I actually nursed, but I had made it, I'd done a lot of research about the importance and the benefits of nursing. And so I actually nursed both kiddos up to two years old. Okay. I understand for a lot of you that's like, oh my gosh, but I'm not, again, I'm not recommending this. This is just something that I did as a personal um, choice. And I'm very happy that I did looking back. They had very little infections, air infections, very little sickness, very little ailments um, when they were babies. And I attributed that uh, a lot to the fact that they were um, nursed and breastfed. So um, so you mommies out there, if, if you're in the midst of breast, breastfeeding and nursing and trying to figure out how to do it, I'm just going to give you a few pieces of advice. And um, number one, the most important thing that we did when David was born is we had to reorganize our schedules. So what we had to do basically was try to do school when it was David's nap time because when Daniel started kindergarten at age five, um, you know, David was only, he's, he's almost three years younger, so he was only um, going on to three, three years old. So he was still quite a baby, quite a toddler. And um, I found that the best thing to do was we had to reorganize our schedule so that we would do school while he was napping. So if you have a great napper, that's awesome. You know, that's set. You just you just be patient with yourself, understanding during this time that everything is not going to work out in terms of scheduling the way you want it to look. You're going to have to work around the schedule of the baby. And so when baby sleeps is a great time to take um, for homeschooling the other children or the other child that's in the household. Um, so that meant that whenever David was down for a nap, which was, you could pretty, you know, um, if you have a child that that has a routine, um, you pretty much know when their nap time is going to be. And before I go any further, um, I want to recommend to you guys that if you have not already uh, tried to work out some type of schedule for the for the baby, believe it or not, you can actually get them on a schedule as well as on a nursing and sleeping schedule. Um, I did not think that was possible. I thought, well, you know, the babies just wake when they want to, they nurse when they want to, they go to sleep when they want to. Um, but I found out from a very wonderful resource called the Baby Whisperer, and I'm going to leave, again, I I'm, I always love to just share with you guys whatever I found useful um, during my experience or during my walk with whatever I'm sharing with you. And during those times when the, ba the boys were still so tiny, when da Daniel was just a baby, I found this book called The Secrets of a Baby Whisperer. And this was a book that helped uh, me as a mommy, as a nursing mommy, as a mommy of a tiny baby to help me cultivate a schedule, believe it or not, where I was able to get a lot more done because I was able to work within the confines of the baby's 
natural waking and sleeping and nursing schedule. And um, there were so many great tidbits and advice in there to help actually carve out a schedule that helped that you could actually work around. And I'm I'm sorry, it probably sounds really weird to you guys because it's like, okay, how do you put a baby in a schedule? But it's doable. And I'll leave the link to the book um, in the in the episode description. And it's a really great book. It actually has, I believe, five, four and a half stars on Amazon from almost 1,800 reviews. So obviously, it's not just me that has found it to be a great benefit, but definitely a lot of other mommies out there. So if you're at that place where you're trying to find scheduling and trying to figure out how to schedule with a small little one, I would totally advise that book. It's not for any, if you know, if you're not one that likes the idea of um, scheduling or likes the idea of you know, um, having a regimented uh, day where little one's concerned and, you know, just don't bother with it. But if you're someone that's kind of struggling to juggle everything together and you like the idea of um, some type of, you know, regimen or planning that you can look towards in your day, even given uh, a little baby that might need nursing needs, uh, the Baby Whisperer, Secrets of the Baby Whisperer is an excellent resource. So that being said, um, what, I, what I wanted to share with you guys is another piece of advice that worked or something that we did that worked incredibly well is if you have not or you are not someone that incorporates or utilizes a baby bourgeon, you know, baby sling, uh, on a day-to-day basis with your young one, your, your your nursing baby or your baby that's still under two years old, I would totally recommend that because that was also a great, a great, great resource for us um, when David was so tiny and I needed to give attention to Daniel with schooling or just, you know, giving him attention or I needed to cook or or all those good things that you need to do as a mommy, no matter what, if you have a small child that you need to nurse or not. So a baby sling was excellent because, you know, some folks only use it for, you know, when they go on walks, but I would advise that um, if you only use it for walks, use it inside the house because um, it's really helpful in terms of keeping you hands-free. If the baby is not such a good napper and you've put them um, down and they wake up and you're in the middle of school, I would advise you to just take them up in the baby sling and, um, you know, continue your schooling that way. Uh, so that would be another piece of advice that I highly recommend is if you have not already taken advantage of using a baby sling or a baby bijorn, um, to go ahead and do that. And I will leave, I, I couldn't find the I, I saved my old baby sling because I just have sentimental attachments to it of carrying the boys around in it. It's a great one that I had, but I could not find the name of it. It did worn off um, on, it's an all cloth one. It had worn off and I wasn't able to find the name of it. But I know that um, my hubby, he had his own, he'd picked out his own baby sling and he had chosen baby Bijorn. So if you don't know what that is, I'll go ahead and leave a link uh, to that as well in the episode description. Um, So um, I 
I'm thinking about other things. And like I said, I think the two main uh, pieces that's going to work out for you is actually creating a schedule around the baby's nap, uh, using a baby sling, and making sure that you're not too hard on yourself when it comes to the scheduling of school. So you have to make sure that during this time you realize that this is an instance where homeschooling and the flexibility that comes with homeschooling is extremely important because that means that, um, you know, on some days it's going to be that baby is going to require so much attention because baby can't sleep, baby's not going to nap, no way, no how, um, and you just have to abandon this homeschooling process for the day or just do something simple like doing art time or doing um, spelling or reading uh, and that's totally fine and you have to come to the place in your in your heart where you realize that you know because of, of the circumstances surrounding your your um, your situation at the time that it's okay to just be a little bit more flexible and be a little bit more patient with yourself, understanding that it's not going to always be that way, that baby's going to start growing and baby's going to start being a little bit more independent and then you're going to be able to adjust your schedule accordingly. So um, again, try to do school while baby is napping. Um, and if that's not possible, it's always okay to just you know, bring the baby into the room where you are, make sure you have, um, you know, visible eyesight, where, uh, uh, sight where you can see baby where baby is and just put them in maybe a playpen nearby or just a simple, I never liked the idea of playpens when the kids were tiny. So I, what I would do is just simply throw a, a um, blanket on the floor and put baby down and maybe I would sit with the baby and have my, um, my Daniel also sit down and we would read books together and you could study your ABCs together that way. And um, even, you know, do things like uh, doing some programs on Starfall that were educational to go towards the school day. And if you have older children, you know, and they need your attention, then I would truly advise that you get into the habit of doing school while the baby is napping and utilizing the baby bijorn and the baby slings so that you can have your hands free to help out and be able to, you know, walk around and navigate even while holding the baby in the sling. Um, so again, if you're a mommy with little one, really, really tiny one, and you're frustrated because you feel like you have no time, what the baby, the, ba the secret of the baby whisper did for me, um, when the boys were really tiny, it allowed me to actually carve out me time. It allowed me to carve out time for homeschooling Daniel. It allowed me time to refuel um, for uh, being able to give as much to everybody else in the family. So please check that resource out in the link in the episode description. I guarantee you it's going to be um I, you know, a gem for, for most of you. Um, like I said, not everyone might find it useful, but I think um, 1,800 mommies who've given it uh, four and a half stars on Amazon speak volumes. Um, one of the other things that I mentioned that I wanted to mention that I almost forgot, guys, is that when you have a small baby, that is important 
to um, make simple meals. You know, try to do simple meals, not try not to do, get too elaborate. Uh, do simple things like uh, maybe taco night where you just get, you know, pre-made, um, you know, flour tortillas and just, you know, make some simple chicken with, you know, tom uh, tomatoes or onions and bell peppers and toss those and toss those together with some salsa and you have a quick, easy meal. So be be gentle on yourself. Don't try to do it all. This period with the tiny baby will pass. As you all know, they all grow up. So just be gentle on yourself. Uh, don't push it. Don't rush it. Don't try to get everything done um, in the same way that you would if you didn't have a little one because uh, it's an important time. It's a different time. And believe me, it will pass, pass really quickly. And you'll wake up one day and wonder, gosh, where did the time go? So enjoy your baby. Um, look at that baby whisper book. See if it will help you out. And um, I hope these pieces of advice were helpful to you guys. Um, yeah. So if I remember anything else, I will jump on and let you guys know, maybe do a second uh, episode on it. I try not to make these episodes too long. And I know there are other things that might come up that I remember. Um, there's one that's kind of right at the at the back of my head and I, I can't remember it. So I'm at the end of my time for the today anyway. So just wanted to come on and let you guys know that I'm thinking about you. I'm, um, you know, cheering you guys on and I just want you guys to remember that it's doable. It's possible. You've got this. I know after 13 years that it's a great thing to homeschool your child. And you're going to look back one day and be so grateful that you did it because you would have shielded them from so much of the ugliness out there um, in regular school experience. You're going to shield them from so much in terms of safety and Gosh, so many, so many things. Um, so keep on going, guys. You've got this. Together, we can make sure that you have the best homeschooling experience ever. I'm here um, to give you and share with you all my knowledge. If you have any questions, please go ahead and email me. If you want me to address something in particular, if you have a question about something in particular, go ahead and email me at Nadia at homeschool at gmail.com. Oh my gosh, I'm totally messing up the whole thing. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, it is, the email is homeschools with an S at the end, 101 at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your day, guys. I'll talk to you again in the next one. Bye-bye.